0: Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. In today's episode, we feature this year's speech from the 1953 Lectureship Series from DeKalb County CEO, Michael L. Thurmond. It was an incredible opportunity for our students to be able to connect with someone who has had an outstanding career and has lived a life of service. We hope you will also be inspired by his message of service beyond self.
1: It is my distinct pleasure to introduce our speaker for the class of 1953 lectureship for the 2020-2021 school year. Uh, I had the pleasure of hearing uh, Mr. Michael Thurman speak last year, uh, right before uh, we began Uh, our new uh, realities that we've worked through since March. I also had the opportunity to hear him virtually uh, during that period of time, and I think you will find today uh, that he will reach and connect with you, uh, even as you listen to his uh, message for all of us here uh, at Darlington. Uh, Michael Thurman is currently the chief executive officer of DeKalb County, uh, an office he won in a landslide victory in 2016. His primary mission in that role is to restore trust in county government. Mr Thurman was raised as a sharecropper's son in Clark County, Georgia. He graduated with honors with a degree in philosophy and religion from Payne College and later earned his law degree from the University of South Carolina School of Law. In 1986, he became the first African American elected to the Georgia General Assembly from Clark County since Reconstruction. During his tenure, he began to uh, make his reputation as a turnaround artist and someone who made his communities better. Following his service in the assembly, he was appointed by the governor to lead the state's Division of Family and Children's Services and directed Georgia's historic transition from welfare to work. Following that, he was elected Georgia's labor commissioner, becoming the first non incumbent African American to win statewide elected office in the state of Georgia. As you can see, Mr Thurman's adult life has been committed to public service. In addition, he is a sought after speaker and has written multiple books on a variety of different topics. It is my great pleasure to introduce Mr Michael Thurmond as the class of 53 lectureship speaker for this school year.
2: Good morning and first let me thank uh, headmaster Bell, uh for the kind words of introduction, uh, but more importantly, I want to thank he and Mrs Bell for their friendship, their support, and more importantly, uh, their service to our great state of Georgia. They are phenomenal leaders, a phenomenal couple, and I am so thrilled to have this opportunity to visit uh, with the Tigers at the Darlington School uh, to share a few thoughts with you uh, during this 1953 lecture. I also want to acknowledge a good friend of mine who actually reached out to me, uh, Miss Gretchen Corbin, who, is, uh, out, who leads the Georgia Lottery. Uh, she and I are, are, are friends of longstanding, and, With Headmaster Bell and Ms. Corbin, I want to thank both of you all for your friendship and for working together uh, to extend this this invitation. The Darlington School is one of the most prestigious uh, institutions of education, not just in Georgia, but in the United States of America. And it's truly an honor uh, to have the opportunity to visit uh, with the students, faculty, and administrators this morning Uh, as we continue to engage and to discuss and learn and appreciate uh, ideas, thoughts, and hopefully some new visions as we move forward. Uh, Three words I want to uh, really begin my discussion with, and it's three that you're very familiar with. Wisdom, service, honor. Uh, The motto of the the Darlington School. But on this occasion, uh, what I would uh, like to do And all three are equally important, but I want to focus on the word service, uh, what it means, uh, why I think it may be a part of your, not just your motto, but why it's so important for all citizens, and particularly those who seek the opportunity to make a difference uh, in this world. Uh, The good book teaches us that he or she who is greatest shall be your servant. What that means is that in life and in society, uh, in school, in the community, that if you really want to be great, if you wanna make a difference, you must first commit yourself to a life of service. And it's not just service to your friends and service to your family, although that's important too, a service to the people uh, who live in your neighborhood, your county, your city, But what you are called and we are called to do is to serve all of mankind. If you think back in 1905, when the Darlington School uh, was first established, think of the generations of students who benefited from this visionary idea uh, to establish this school, the two founders, uh, to name it after Mr. Darlington, but just think of the students, including this current generation, who benefited from their idea to serve young people by providing them a quality education. The challenge, of course, with service is that oftentimes, many of the greatest contributions you make oftentimes go unnoticed. Think of the times when you've actually reached out to someone in your community, or even in your family, where if you offered your help, your help was received, it may have benefited the person intended but that person may have forgotten to say thank you as a result of the service you delivered. Young people, one of the realities is that oftentimes the most important things, the most significant service you provide throughout your lives may not be recognized at any one specific time or place, but that's okay. The most powerful, I think, result of serving others is not so much that they offer their appreciation, but it's the benefit that you derive from knowing that you made a difference. One of the best examples that I know some of you may have already shared this in your life, and it may be Thanksgiving or Christmas or some other time, when you take time to collect toys for young people in your community who may not be as fortunate as you, where in your church or in your community organizations, where you take the time to collect canned goods and food, particularly now uh, in this pandemic, to help keep nutritious food on the table for families who may be negatively impacted by COVID-19, may have lost their jobs. And one of the things I've always said that when I participate in activities such as this, and by the way, since the pandemic began, uh, every month, once a month, we provide over 3,000 boxes of fresh fruits and vegetables for families in DeKalb County on Saturdays uh, once a month for those who are suffering food insecurity. But one of the things that I've I've gleaned from this, and, and many of the families say thank you and they're so appreciative, but when I go home, the food that we have tastes a little bit better. Even in Christmas time, when we provide uh, gifts for children who may not have Uh, the material wealth that we have. And one thing that I've come to understand that when we give to others, the gifts that I do receive bring a little bit more joy to my life. So what I'm suggesting to you, Tigers, this morning is that when you help others, you literally uplift yourself. Now, Robert Greenleaf is the man that created the notion of servant leadership. And I know uh, just by uh, reading the uh, website there at the Darlington School, uh, you all have a school that's really chock full of talented, brilliant uh, uh, young scholars who will fill leadership uh, positions in the public and private sector, who will be great educators and scientists, uh, who will literally uh, leave an imprint uh, on this world in the years to come you will be leaders and you are leaders in your community. But what I want to encourage you to be is not just a leader, but to be a servant leader and see oftentimes when we think of leaders and uh, we see and envision uh, women and men, uh, uh, young ladies and young men, we vision them as standing at a titular point as being the head. But I want you to consider my theory of leadership. Uh, my theory is simply this. It's the idea of the inverted pyramid. And the inverted pyramid is such that the apex, the leader doesn't sit there. What actually happens, it inverts. And consequently, all the people you lead or serve actually rest on your shoulders. He or she who is greatest shall be your servant. More people that you're willing to serve, quite frankly, the greater you will become. Dr. Martin Luther King had a saying, and it's one of my favorite ones as well, when he talked about leadership. He says, or said that everybody can be great. Everybody can be great because anybody can serve. He asserted that you don't need to know Einstein's theory of relativity in order to serve. So you don't really need a a college degree or a PhD in order to serve. And in fact, you may not know how to make your subjects and verbs agree, but you can still serve. He suggested that in order to be great, in order to serve, all you really need is a soul generated by grace and a heart filled with love. Love for yourself, love for those who are in your immediate environment, but love for mankind, to all people, regardless of race, color, creed, regardless of perceived sexual orientation, regardless of religious affiliation. All you really need is a heart full of grace and a soul generated by love. Leaders must serve first and lead second. So as you go about your educational uh, affairs there at Darlington, as you continue to matriculate, as you continue to build uh, the skill sets and the knowledge and expertise needed for you to, in the future, make huge contributions uh, in your community and in our state and across this nation, the biggest challenge you will face is being able to demonstrate that respect and love for others. And oftentimes for people who may not look like you, they may not worship at your church, your mosque or your synagogue, or they may not worship. They may have different languages. They may come from different nations. They may have a different set of hopes and dreams, but what we must do, what we are challenged to do is always treat people with respect, and dignity and with love. So I challenge you as you go about, uh, as you continue this school year, don't be afraid when new students are enrolled at Darlington, don't be afraid to walk across the lunchroom and introduce yourself. And we all have our friends and, and the people that we're most comfortable with, but don't be afraid in reaching out and establishing new friendships and new relationships in helping you become a bigger, better person. Don't be afraid to reach out to those you may not have engaged with in the past to develop relationships that will serve as a foundation for future growth and future opportunities. Now we're in the midst of a pandemic and of course I'm with you virtually this morning. And part of what the CDC And and medical practitioners and others have all encouraged us to do, of course, to wear the mask, uh, wash your hands, and to remain socially distanced uh, whenever possible. But even though we are distant, we can become closer as human beings. Even in the midst of this great challenge, this insidious disease that have infected and taken the lives of over half a million Americans. Even in the midst of this, we cannot uh, really take advantage or at least leverage this opportunity to come closer together as brothers and sisters, as citizens of this great nation, as citizens of who, who populate and human beings who populate this planet. Even though we are socially distanced, we can come closer in terms of understanding others, appreciating others and helping others recognize that difference, your differences will not dictate how I treat you and whether or not we can develop lasting and and, and important friendships. So do, do this for me, Darlington, please to me, if you will, we all have our friends. So over the next seven days, create a new friendship, engage in a new conversation, ask questions, Provide information. Because at Darlington, we're all Tigers. We all celebrate the basketball team and, and the debate teams. We are one. And so as one, that means that we are united. And if we are united, that means that we can all have uh, working relationships. That if they are fears and differences, we can overcome them, we can bridge the divide. Because you all will literally change the course of history. As an adult, as your Headmaster Bell will tell you, we, I think, did a pretty good job. But there are still issues to be resolved. There are still challenges to be overcome. There are many, many bridges that must be built. So we are passing the baton to you. I encourage you to move forward with faith and courage and dignity, I encourage you to always display wisdom, service and honor. I encourage you to have the, 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 just the, the, the courage and the love for humanity to reach out and to serve. So with this, I'll leave you a brief address, a short address. I look forward to hopefully being invited one day to come in person uh, to Floyd County. Uh, to visit with you, and to look at and, 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 and admire your beautiful campus. But more importantly, I encourage you to continue on this journey of educational excellence. And see, I encourage you that as you climb the ladder of success, you will not feel it robbery to reach back and to encourage others and to bring others forward along the way. I would encourage you to learn from the mistakes of the adults in your life and see the smart people learn from their mistakes, but the smartest people learn from the mistakes of others. So the mistakes that we made, learn from them. And take that knowledge and build a better world for yourself and for all the people of this great nation as well as the fellow humanity who populate our great planet. So Headmaster Bell, thank you so much uh, for the invitation. Uh, I've been delighted to be here. Thank you for allowing me to participate in the 1953 lecture, which is actually the year I was born. So this was very special to me. And thank you all at Darlington for continuing to provide an extremely valuable and high quality education to these outstanding young men and women who now populate this beautiful campus. Thank you, be safe, and God bless.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you like to listen to podcasts and don't forget to subscribe. Check out today's show notes and other episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast. If you have questions about today's program or ideas for future episodes, please send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the Communication, Advancement, and IT teams, and the Intro Music is student produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org/podcast.